Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 11, episode 282. I'm Sanjay Park. And I'm Adam Walker and not talking as fast as Sanjay yet. Holy smokes, have you had coffee? What is happening right now? I I don't know. I just got, I got super excited. All of the listeners that are listening on 1.5 are like, wait, let me check my settings. Like, did I just bump up the two and a half? What just happened now? I don't know what's going on. So we were, we were, before the show started, we were talking about the tech recs and I kind of got excited about my tech rec. Yeah. Um, Listen, people have to wait for that. That's at the end of the show. They are going to have to wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, we can't jumpstart that. That'll ruin everything. I think a couple people might've already skipped forward and be like, okay, What's this great tech wreck? They're not listening now anyway. They're dead. Exactly. So so it's fine. Forget this. All right. Listen, uh, in this episode, we've got, man, we actually have a lot of articles and really interesting and good ones today. I'm I'm kind of excited about it. We are, I mean, we're going to talk about some interesting stuff with Amazon tires. Everybody loves talking about tires. Car tires are just the best (laughs) Uh, batteries. I mean, we got to talk about movie pass again. It's coming. And also a dragon that catches on fire plus weird and wacky. And that's not the dragon catching on fire, but weird and wacky and tech wrecks at the end, like we already mentioned. So this is going to be great. Uh, let's dive in. Do you want to kick us off? I'll kick us off. Yeah. Uh, Amazon adds a much needed feature to boost dialogue in movies and TV shows. Okay. This, this is great. I think this is great. No, no, um, no, I'm laughing because I thought I was the only one. Like I, like I really thought like, am I the only one that cannot understand half of what is happening right now? Well, and yeah, it's not exactly. just me. Yeah, so we actually consistently, and, and they talk about this in the article, we consistently use subtitles. We use closed captioning yeah. on shows. Do Are you a closed I, captioning? Well, I didn't used to be. And then you told me that you watched yours with closed captioning. I was like, oh, wait. I can do that. That's so smart. <laughs> I did. It never, it never even occurred to me. So then, all right, so the, the quote from this article that I thought was crazy and so fascinating yeah. was two studies in 2021 and 2022 found that more than 50% of viewers are using subtitles, particularly on streaming services, and that young people are far more likely to have them on anywhere from 70 to 80% of adults 18 to 24 or Gen Z, depending on which study. So that's wild to me. Like, yeah. So oh my gosh, here's the interesting thing. So a lot of times we'll have it turned off and our kids are like, Hey, can you turn on the, the captions? Right. Like they, they want to have the captions on because sometimes they're right. I mean, they're right. Like yeah. there's just things that happen in the show. And sometimes the producers it. have done things like the sound effects are too loud or the yeah. music is too loud and you can't totally understand. Like there's just garbly words in there, but I've sometimes gotten to the point where I find it a little distracting yes. to have the captioning on. It is. And I, and I want to turn it off because I feel like I end up just reading everything and I don't actually see the show. That's my problem with it too. I read like my eyes just constantly go down and I'm not looking at anything on the show. I'm just like, I might as well just read the, tr- the manuscript at this point. Like, is there like a summary online I can read? I don't, I could probably read it a little faster. Like, let's just get moving here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. But I, I, I don't know. I just go back and forth because sometimes if I don't have the captions, on i don't know exactly what they've said or I, i've lost like that word or nuance yeah. to, the, to yeah. the thing and so oh yeah i don't know i i kind of go back and forth on it um i think what it might be the reason why younger viewers are are asking for it or using it more is that they're just a lot better at multitasking than yeah, us, us older true. folks true. <laughs> and I, yeah. I hate to be uh, classifying myself as an older folks but yeah compared to it. people in their 20s i'm definitely an older folks so you and me both brother there you, you go all right, next up, Michelin has tested its Uptis 
airless tires at 130 miles per hour, and the results are positive. So uh, first is who volunteered to drive on new tires, newfangled tires at 130 miles an hour? I don't know, but that is a brave individual. They did not also. They also didn't say what kind of car they used, but I think they did say it was a police car, which yeah. the the article made fun of. In Europe, a police car could be anything from like a minivan to a Lamborghini, so that's not <laughs> incredibly helpful. Right. Um, but I do love the idea of tires that don't need air. You know, they're not going to pop on you, so that's kind of great, I guess. Yeah. Right? So apparently, apparently, the issue has been in Europe that a lot of criminals will do things to uh, puncture tires. Uh, so that they can't right. be chased. We're not that smart in the U.S. We don't uh, think about it. We just go on the race. Uh, we just race from, from the cars. Like, oh, there's a cop car. Let's just run. They don't bother with them. <laughs> don't disable it. Just run. That's exactly. The, that's the, yeah. So uh, this is one of those kinds of stories that I feel like just like the uh, the John Deere tractors we've been talking about since the, almost the beginning yeah. of Tech Talk, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully one of these days soon, these will be available because I got to tell you, I, I, one of my tech wrecks not too long ago was the air inflator thingy for the car tires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love I would those. love yeah. them to have that. Like, yeah, just, that's great. Yeah, well, true. Let's just have tires that don't need they air don't and, and, you're and good. they're just good. And you just mm -hmm. replace them every so often. And yeah. And you're good. Wh why do you need air? Let's, I'm all about let's it. Just roll. So, uh, also on the somewhat uh, related to automotive uh, news here, world's largest battery maker announces major breakthrough in energy density. This, uh, I found super fascinating. First of all, mm -hmm. so, um, mm -hmm. this is a higher density than even Tesla's, uh, cells, the 4680 yep. cells. Right. Uh, and it's at about 500 uh, watt hours per kilogram. Tesla's is between 272 and 296. But there's also somebody else that says that they're about to release or they're working on releasing a 1200 watt hour per kilogram battery, which is more than double this one that's already doubling Tesla. So that's wild. There's a lot of fascinating things here. And so I think right. there's a couple of recommendations for our listeners. First of all, and, and I'm doing this, I'm thinking about this for myself too. Um, if you're on the, the verge of buying an electric vehicle, maybe don't buy it, maybe lease it because mm, there yep. is some significant uh, increases in battery technology. That's obviously the breakthroughs are there. Right. We're on the verge of them. And in the next couple of years, things are going to dramatically change for electric vehicles. Right. The second is if you're thinking about putting a battery backup system in your house, maybe don't do that. Yeah. Because I think we're getting to the point, And I was talking to uh, somebody just the other day about this. I think we're getting to the point. The newer cars are going to have the ability to, power your house. Yeah. So if you've got yeah. the, the right uh, conduit, the right amount of power going to charge your electric vehicle in your house, your car could actually go the other way when the power gets disconnected from your house yep. and your car could charge your house. So for most people, I don't know about you, for most people, you don't get blackouts that often. Like, no, I mean, maybe once a year, every two years. Right. Yeah. And, and maybe even not for that long, like a long one is like maybe every seven or eight years. Yeah. So really, it doesn't make sense to put in a huge battery system in your house just for an event that's that infrequent, especially if you're already going to buy an electric vehicle that's going to be sitting in your garage anyway. So the recommendation is being like, hey, maybe you should lease your electric vehicle. But also, if you're about to buy a battery backup system, maybe kind of pause on that, too, because it's going to change. Okay, so three things. Uh, number uh -huh. one, I was the person you were talking to about the car powering your house. That's oh, was just, it? I mean, oh, were you? I should, okay. It should always be me. Like, <laughs> like you should, like if it's like, I've had a conversation with someone recently, it should either be your wife or me. Like that's the two options you've got, right? There. I mean, maybe one of your kids. Maybe one of your kids. That, that's like 90% um, of the yeah. people I talk to. But do, yeah. you know, <laughs> so, uh, so there's that. That's, that's number one. Number two, 
Um, I vote against having a battery backup in my house because that's nap time. That's when you catch up on sleeping um, or w reading. When there's, a, when there's a blackout? So, yeah, yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, I like there's no TV. There's no, I can't do work. Oh, darn. I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to sleep later. I'm going to go to bed early or I'm going to read a book. Like, that's like, I want more of that time, well, not less of that time. You could so, still do that during a blackout, but still have power by making sure that your internet connection is not battery backed up. Yeah. And I mean, then the rest could, of the house is you so that you can still make dinner and no, the fridge still keeps things I'm cold. Good. I don't and, need it. I'm good. Now, no. the, we've never had, we've never had to go out long enough for the fridge to have to throw off food. And, and number three, uh, really the only thing that like I typically want powered during a blackout is uh like my phone just in case and i've got like the little you know ten dollar battery backups for that that are way <laughs> way less expensive than a car or a house battery so that's all I'm, I'm good that's all i'm trying to say i'm good without but a i'm battery saying backup. eventually you're yeah. gonna have an electric vehicle and so yeah. if it can power your house anyways like okay. it's just sitting there you're not More going importantly anywhere. an electric vehicle needs to be able to power my campsite like that's really that's what I need to go. So I need I some, mean, gl some glamping in my life and I need to be able to power a whole campsite with like a little fan and stuff. Maybe like a, maybe like an Xbox and TV up in there. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, I mean, well, once we have these newfangled batteries that can yeah. get us like a bazillion miles per full charge. Okay. Okay. I think you can do that. I think you I'm can, in. you can power like a little, you know, block yeah. uh, of camping or something like all right, I'm up. you I'm you and your uh, bazillion family members that you have <laughs> will be totally fine in the middle of the All woods. Right. All right. All right. I'm not good. sure All why right. you don't just stay home, but OK, whatever. <clears throat> All right. Next up is uh, wait, man, we're still talking about this. I can't believe we're still talking about this uh, movie pass. Movie, I, don't I don't, can't believe I just said the word this. movie pass. Movie pass has landed a deal with Walmart to sell subscriptions in stores across the country. Like this is the company that just won't die. Like, like somebody is so diehard about subscriptions for movies in the theaters. They just, they keep resurrecting this thing. Like I, okay. Well, I, I mean, this is, this is the original founder. Yeah. Bought yeah. it back. And, I guess he's and, diehard about I me. Mean, that's, that's good. Good for him. Her. I don't remember him. him. Yeah. You get good for him. That's great. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't see myself buying a movie pass anytime. I don't really go this, to movies. I just this don't care. feels like that quote from PT Barnum where a fool and his money are soon parted. Yeah. Like, anybody yeah. buying this? It's like, yeah. don't, do you not? And they it's probably more the don't. investors that, that can, like, I'm more concerned for the investors in this that are backing it again. Like, yeah. like, like, I, like I could see somebody that loves to go to movies and go, oh, okay, well, even if I only get like one month of movies, like, great, that's fine. Like, it's yeah. probably worth it. But people that are putting their money and their time into this, like, I just, it just seems, I don't I, know. I, 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 so I don't worry about the investors too much because they're sophisticated. They should know. Like they're, they, I mean, really, honestly, like <laughs> they should know how their know. money is being lost. They right. should be aware. I, they have so, the internet. Yeah. They can do a little searching and be like movie pass. And then the guy's That's name fair. and be like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This seems like a bad idea. Yeah. So I'm yeah. more concerned about the people and why they're doing it in Walmart because the, the profile of people in Walmart, like the probability that they've heard of MoviePass before and heard of the bad things that happen with MoviePass Very low. is low. And but I feel fairness, like they like, might be taking advantage of people by doing I, it this way. I feel like the, the the likelihood of anybody at any store having heard of MoviePass is low. Like it's not like I it's, mean, it's, it's like in the tech sector, true. we're making fun a lot, but 
I think right. most normal. Like you're, folks like your average person it. at a yeah. Walmart, a Target, yeah, or a wherever. I think is, your average person anywhere hasn't. I mean, he's just man <laughs> on the street in New York. Have like you heard movie of Movie what? Pass? No, Movie What? No, I don't yeah. even know what a movie is. I've never been to a movie. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I've never so. been to a movie. <laughs> what's a movie? What is this <laughs> that, thing you call? That, that, that does not picture? bode well for Movie Pass's business <laughs> if you don't know what a movie is. <laughs> Is the movie like a long TV show? It's like one. Is that, is that what it is? Anyway. Can I pause it? I can do that with Netflix. <laughs> can, can I pause it? <laughs> well, something that you don't want to pause. Uh, Apple is reportedly building a paid AI health coach. This is super fascinating, and this I is think really interesting. Kind of interesting, yeah. Yeah, I mean, apparently, uh, it's gonna it's gonna pair with or work with the Apple Watch, and it's gonna monitor like your sleep and your exercise. And the AI is uh, somehow magically going to give you advice on how to get better sleep and how to get better exercise and all that kind of stuff. Which is, I mean, pretty cool. I think I don't know yeah. that I would pay for it, but I like the concept a lot uh, for for people that really want to get be serious about their health. I feel like people are just throwing the word AI into things now just to make it sound fancier. That's, that's probably true. Like it's like just, like Web three was, you know, yeah, like everything's Web three. Crypto it was Web two. It was Web two for a while. Now it's Web three. Yeah, right. Like this. Yeah, this is just algorithms, right? Like th that's all this is. This is not some like super that's fancy true. thing. That's true. This is just taking data, analyzing it, and being like, you should do this. It's and <laughs> I, I don't I, like so it's are, cool. Is, so what you're saying is like AI is the new blockchain, really? Like, is that yeah. what you're saying? Like, basically, like it's yeah. the new. Yeah, I I would tend to agree. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it's just I, I I'm starting to see it everywhere, and it's it's getting to the point where it's kind of meaningless. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but I also yeah, I mean I, I think this is interesting. I think uh, it's a lot of data analysis to to figure this stuff out, and I'm wondering how long it's going to be before Samsung uh, announces that they're doing the same thing with their I mean, stuff. It, it's imminent. It, it, it's, it's tomorrow. Be. It's all it's all imminent. It's it's imminent. It, it should be within hours. I yeah. think of this. Yeah. All right, uh, next up, the iPhone 14 feature you never want to use saved three trapped BYU students. So I somehow didn't even realize that this feature existed some, until I read this article. I don't know how I missed it. Um, but apparently if you're trying to dial 911 and there's no cell service, the, the iPhone or the ones that are compatible, I think it's the iPhone 14, will uh, send a text message and bounce it off a satellite to emergency, uh, to emergency crews or emergency, you know, dispatchers and uh, give you their, give them your location and they'll come and rescue. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, these, these hikers got trapped in a Canyon in freezing cold water, hypothermia started to set in and they used this iPhone feature to get rescued like very quickly after they sent the text message. So I, I don't understand how you don't remember this because we talked about this talk feature about on season nine, episode 201. Oh, okay. The title right. being Apple plans to add satellite features to iPhones for emergencies. I guess I do remember that. You're right. I had just <laughs> forgotten. Now I, now I know what you're talking I know. Yeah. Because we talked about how it would be text message only because text right. message requires a weaker signal. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so it's not, very cool. uh, it's not audio. It's not like full video or anything right. else like that, but it's right. at least um, SOS. A, a text yeah. message uh, that you can send out. The one thing that they did say on here is that um, the uh, story has a little bit less weight to it because these hikers did actually have another backup. Plan yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That if they weren't heard from by 9 PM to send help. Um, right, right. If Some, somebody was going to send help. Yeah. And, and I got to say, you know, like uh, smart on them. You should definitely do that. If you're going somewhere hiking and doing something that. Yeah. Let people uh, know where is, you're at. 
yeah. potentially dangerous, like make sure yeah. somebody else knows that's not going with you. Don't tell the people that are going with you because that's not going to help. Uh, tell somebody that's not there. Next up, Google gives Bard, yet another AI, by the way, mm -hmm. the ability to generate and debug code. It's, and it's not really an AI. It's a large language model, model right? Like it's analyzing a lot of data and stuff right. and figuring right. stuff out from that. It just yeah. seems like it's smart. Right. But it's not really smart yet. Well, I mean, it's a, it's an AI the same way that ChatGPT is an AI, right? I mean, right, it's this, exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing. Right. Okay. But it's, well. I mean, I, I read an article somewhere and, and I feel like we should talk about it at some point, maybe on a uh, a subscriber only we'll do episode. A subscriber episode. The difference between AI and lar large language learning models. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Large language models are the only thing that exists, and AI does not. Mm. <laughs> it's the gist of it. But All right. All right. So subscribe, and uh, you'll get a special <laughs> episode about that. That'd be great. <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> yeah. um, this is interesting. I think this is. Um, I, I find this fascinating, and I wonder how this impacts. Uh, the businesses of like Stack Overflow and things like that, where dramatically all developers have gone to to ask answers. And now we yep. can just like uh, type it into a box and it will actually generate code, especially even code that maybe doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that can really do for you. I played with this a little bit. It's actually not bad. I've not done it for like really big features and functions and stuff like right, that but right. you do it for little small things and it's uh, man, it's it's rock solid and it whips it's it handy. up for you. So it's, it's handy. Good stuff. Love yeah. It. Well, speaking of things that are handy, Google's Authenticator app just got a handy new two-factor authentication tool. Uh, Sanjay, as the default security guy in our little duo here, tell me about this one. Yeah, so Google Authenticator just announced the ability to... Uh, I'm, by the way, I'm surprised you didn't uh, call me the security-minded individual. I mean, I'm trying it's to spread my wings a bit. That. That's okay. all. I'm just trying to... I'm just I, trying I, to I just realized that. that. <clears throat> um, but Google, Authentic Google has announced that Google Authenticator... Um, is it, it's, it should be alphabet alphabets authenticator, right? Or is it Google's I authenticator? Know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, me. Uh, anyways, it, it got cloud sync. So you can now add a two factor authentication uh, account on your phone and then sync it with another phone or sync it with your computer or whatever it is so that, okay. um, you don't have to keep adding the same token to all the places. Here's the problem. We've got mm -hmm. another, uh, kind of post. It's actually a post on Mastodon, uh, right. the distributed social network. Yep. Somebody analyzed this and said, oh, uh, you should not use this because your two-factor authentication secrets are being shared with Google in the clear, not encrypted end-to-end, -end, which means Google has access to all your two-factor authentication secrets, So, which is not good. That's not great. Yeah. And I mean, they do yeah. mention that you don't have to turn on CloudSync. So as long as you don't turn it on, it's not sharing these secrets with Google. But this is not great and right it really I, should be encrypted that just yeah. feels like a bad thing it's so. it, it's you know the whole point of two-factor authentication is to protect your account so that somebody breaking into your account right can't log in right but now if it's in a place where they can log in and get access to all of it then that just That's kind of blows great. up the whole point of two-factor authentication so yeah all right well more. uh Next up, German magazine fires editor over AI, quote, interview with Michael Schumacher. So for those of you and that the, know- And the AI should be in quote too, because not the, AI. The AI should be in quote too. So if, if you don't know Michael Schumacher, he's a famous race car driver. He had uh, some type of brain injury back in the teens and has not been in the public eye since that time. And uh, this magazine ran an interview with him that was basically a fake interview with an AI impersonating him. And why they would ever put that in print, I cannot possibly imagine. So obviously now that magazine's editor has been fired, and rightfully so. 
And uh, that's a really and I think dumb they're being sued by the family or they're something. They're being sued right? by the family and also rightfully so. And um, it's just a bad use of AI, guys. I mean, just don't it's, don't do that. That's not. It, I, yeah, I don't. It's, just uh, dumb. Yeah. it's a bad idea. Yeah. I got nothing I, else. That's all I got. Yeah, I just, I, yeah that was dumb. It, exactly. I I will say that uh, a little side story, and I did I didn't link to this one, but you know, there's been a little bit of an uproar too in people uh, creating songs using other people's voices. So there was a song. I think that somebody created with Drake and somebody else. I forgot okay. who. Right. Um, and it got millions of listens before it was taken down. Um, and it was not Drake and it was not uh, whoever mm, else it was. Interesting. And so there's this whole like copyright. Thing. But on the flip side of it, the um, the singer Grimes, who I think is uh, involved with Elon Musk, I kind of want to say. Okay. Um, anyways, she said, uh, hey, you can use my voice to create songs and I'll split the royalties with you 50, 50, like I would with any other artist. So she's giving people carte blanche to create wow. songs with her voice. Okay. She just wants to get paid. And, and look, That's I mean, kind of smart, right? Like, Hey, yeah. I, I don't have to do anything. Everybody else is going to make the songs. And if right. I make and then I get some paid. coin on that, like I'll split it with you. 50, 50. I didn't have to do anything. And I just make money. That ain't like, bad. That's that's living the dream right there. What's not living the dream? Farmers crippled by satellite failure as GPS guided tractors grind to a halt. Mm, yeah. Here comes I would have like, like here is a headline that would have been unfathomable a decade ago. Yeah. Right. Like just or, or maybe two decades ago. Like, like, wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like this is like, but this is like, this is normal life for us now. Like, ah, oh, you know, okay, yeah. well, the satellite screwed up the farmers. So <laughs> we're, Sorry. we're, Hey honey, we can't eat tonight because uh, there's no yeah. stuff from the farm. From the farmers. Cause the satellites, cause the satellites, satellites wait, broke wait, the farmers, wait. broke the food. Satellites broke the food. Obviously it's the satellites fault that we don't have the, so, food, so. you know what's going to happen. Skynet's going to take over the satellites and starve yeah. us all to death because we won't be able to farm anymore. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, this is one of those things where, we try to reduce the amount of labor that's on these farms. And so we're optimizing and, and uh, using technology to do all this stuff. But then right. there's yeah. that one weak link. Just, there's a glitch and then it, it can't a glitch in the plant matrix. The seeds. Yeah. Can't plant and the seeds. All done. So, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on to the next one, which I know you're going to be particularly excited about. So Mulvad VPN hit with search warrant in attempted police raid. And what the best part of this is like the police go into Mulvad and they're like, hey, we're going to need to seize your computers. And Mulvad's like, um, we actually don't have any data of any kind like you're looking for at all because it's our policy never to store that. So, I mean, you could take them, but it's kind of pointless. And the police are like, oh, okay, fine. Sorry. See y'all later. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, that's pretty much what happened, right? Like, yeah. this, like this is why Mulvad's great. And like Mulvad, I, I, I will say a couple of things. So I love that you can buy a Mulvad activation card on Amazon. So it's completely anonymous at that yep. point. And then you just go activate however many devices you want that you're using Mulvad's VPN fully anonymously. Yep. But in addition to all of that, they don't store any data anyway. So yep. like there's no data to be had in any capacity whatsoever, which is kind of great. So, yeah. And yeah. We, we've said on the podcast before, that is the best way 
to yeah. buy a Mulvad subscription is to oh, buy sure. one of those gift cards on Amazon. Yep. Um, and so I did Amazon it was great. Super it, easy. It, it, it's yeah. a super easy process, right? Yeah. I mean, Amazon doesn't know your code because it's under a little scratchy thing. Right. Uh, and then you get it and you activate it and they don't know who you are because they've right. not asked you for any information. Right. Nothing at all. You and your account number is just a big long string of numbers. And so, I mean, you're just, you're good. Um, so I'm a huge fan. I I'm not a fan of, you know, I, I kind of rail about this every now and again, but, um, there's a number of sites that are continue to block VPNs for no reason. Um, like Ticketmaster is one of those that constantly. I didn't they, realize they, that. Yeah. You can't be okay. on a VPN. Uh, now I wonder, I wonder, I, get that one, maybe. I wonder if Ticketmaster is similar to China in that it blocks some VPNs and not others. Because like when, when I do travel to China, which I've, I've gone twice now, I usually have like three VPNs installed uh-huh. because one of the three is likely to work, but <laughs> okay. the other two probably won't. So, okay. I mean, so I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if it's just a question of like, like they're blocking the most popular ones, but like they don't know all of them, you know, right. Like super secret or something. I don't know. So, <laughs> just saying double secret probation It's double secret. Yeah. It's double secret. <laughs> and yeah. last up before we're in wacky, Maleficent, Maleficent, Maleficent. I always have a yeah, problem a with Maleficent. One. Yeah, that was a really Dragon nice Dragon catches fire during Disneyland show. Yeah, that's not what you want. You want the dragon breathing fire, not catching on fire. Yes. So, uh, yeah. What? What? I've forgotten exactly the details. What happened? They just. I mean, pretty much the details are: uh, there's a dragon in the show, and it spits fire, and instead of spitting fire, it caught on fire, and <laughs> no one was injured. And I just thought it was entertaining that. A, Something at Disney caught on fire. So I tagged it. Like that's pretty much the whole thing. Like that's that's really I, it. That's I'm, I'm watching the video right now. It looks like it was outdoors too. Yeah, so oh that, yeah, it's I mean, outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, it's outdoors. It was a full inferno though. Like the whole thing but is just consumed. You know, it, it is so. definitely fully engulfed. Yeah. They, uh, looks like the fire department got out there though. Yeah. They're, they're I mean, they've really it. scarred some children. I mean, I'm just <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say. Like they've really gone. I mean, like, you know, they've scarred some kids, but it, it is what it is. So I mean, I feel like yeah. a just a regular fire breathing dragon, even if it doesn't catch on fire, is potentially. That's really a great point. Yeah, too. that's a, that's a fine point. Yeah, it's so. definitely they could scar them that way. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, first up in weird and wacky, rural rural Americans are importing tiny Japanese pickup trucks. And like, when I say tiny, I mean tiny, like barely enough room to sit in the cab, can fit into tiny spaces, and apparently cost a lot less money than like the John Deere... Like uh, like little golf carty things that you could buy. Oh yeah, apparently which are like thirty grand. Um, so they're just buying these Japanese old Japanese pickup trucks and importing them for like two grand and using them on their farms and stuff, which is kind of awesome. Like I I kind of love it. It's yeah. kind of great. You know. Yeah, I so. I've actually seen these before in person when I was in Japan. Um, and they're funny looking looking little vehicles like yeah. people use them around like you can see them sometimes in tokyo well and you um, see them in, like movies and stuff too like i've seen these yeah, before oh, yeah. but you've, you've certainly never seen one in the u.s and one of the advantages of them over like these like john deere gators or whatever they are they are yeah. is like you can drive these trucks like they're they're useful on the farm they're four-wheel drive they've got like a dump truck function some of them and yeah. you can drive them legally on the road too yeah. which yeah. is kind of like a win all around i i don't know how fast like what they're 
fastest speed. I'm is, thinking if you're living in like rural parts of the country, you're probably in like 35 mile an hour zones, mostly 40 mile an hour. So you're probably yeah, safe. like this is yeah. not a highway driving uh, no, kind of vehicle. No, you're not going to want to hit 130 with airless tires on this bad boy. That's probably not <laughs> probably not a good idea. You oh, know? So, pairing this up with airless yeah. tires, like I mean, man, listen, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to pull it all together, man. I just yeah, keep it. Real, I, I, that, that would so. be the way to go though for the farmers, yeah, right? Like that would then be. you could drive out on the field. You don't have to worry about puncturing a tire. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong. And then what if you get like the oversized airless tires, right? Like the monsters. <laughs> you, gotta, you have to make sure these cars have enough torque to turn the oversized <laughs> airless tires. I'm not entirely I mean, sure they do. It's so. fine if it only goes four miles an hour. Yeah, but it'll work. It'll, it'll work. look cool is what it is. And next up in Weird and Wacky, parrots taught parrots taught to video call each other become less lonely research finds. This was wild. To yeah. me. So a couple of quick things. Number one, uh-huh. the parents were taught to call each other on video, which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, they showed signs that they were like happier uh-huh. because they were they were talking and whatever else. But my favorite was this quote. It, it was how they found, how they recruited the parents for the study. The parents were recruited yeah. from users of Parrot Kindergarten, an online coaching and educational program for parents, parrots and their owners. I'm sorry. Wait, there's an online educational program for parrots called Parrot Kindergarten. The name is hilarious. I mean, but it also kind of reinforced to me that like, like there's like, there's some old community. I I think that thing, by the way, is for the owners, not the parrots themselves. Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure. It's like, it's probably the owners on how to train their parents. But so, so a couple other things that were interesting about this article. One Uh is it talked about how parrots uh, often dwell in flocks. And so they get right. lonely and they can get depressed when they're by themselves, which reminded me of like this comedian that had this whole shtick about how uh, having a bird in a cage is like a real super villain type of act. It's like, <laughs> ha ha, you should be flying, but I'm going to put you in a cage and you should be with a flock of parrots. And I'm going to put you by yourself. And it got me thinking like, that is kind of true and kind of sad for a lot of yeah. parents that like, they should be like, you know, like with flocks and another parrot, but this Maybe they have video calls now and it's maybe better than nothing. I don't know. So <laughs> or until we're like, man, I wish I could see them in three dimensions yeah. and not just a flat thing. Yeah. But, I mean, the yeah, way yeah. they trained them though was fascinating. They had to ring a bell and then point at, you know, click the picture of the parrot they wanted to call. Right. Like they had pictures of the parrots they were calling. And mm-hmm. I And there were apparently I some that, that awesome. were I think it also said that the parrots that were the most popular that got the most calls. I think it said we're the ones that that called the most too. Oh, which, really? Oh, I, I think so. That. Which like, which is kind of like true in like normal person interactions too. Like the person that reaches out the most tends to be the one the top of mind, and then you call the most. Like you're the most popular that way. So, right. You know, we, maybe there's things we can learn from parrots. I guess. All right, Sanjay, it's tech wreck time. What do you have for us this week? I have the best way for you to get a badge of approval for the new thing that you're working on. Ooh, I love this. It's called nine out of tennis, nine out of 10 dentists.com. So, Hey, if you're doing a new product and you're just needing like a badge of approval for that thing, don't worry. Nine out of 10 dentists recommend your product and you can just take this badge and stick it on your site 
And I kind of now want to say that nine out of 10 dentists recommend, recommend Tech Talk Y'all. <laughs> we are recommended by nine out of 10 dentists. Yeah, like they I mean, really enjoy this podcast. And so yeah. there you go. So, so there popular are, among dentists. I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. So there is a, uh, somebody has set up a website and taken the domain nine out of 10 dentists. Dot com, <laughs> and they are willing to give you a badge of approval for any product. You don't even have to ask them. Yeah. You can just take the badge that's on their site and take put it, it on your site and just go with it. Let people know that nine out of 10 dentists recommend your product. I, I kind of love this. We, I think we need more parody websites like I, this in our I lives. I think this like, is, it's, it's very well done. Fantastic. It's very well done. It is so. very well done. They even have that. like an upload and like, yeah, uh, it's just, it's a whole uh, thing. It's a whole it's, thing. And, mm -hmm. and if you finally look at the bottom, there's an agency that did this, that did this because they wanted to have fun and they prefer puns and yeah. Uh, oh, it's in. They're called. They're called Fun Day Agency. Fun oh, Day that's kind of great. All right, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. very good. I think this is very on brand for them, uh, for sure. But um, yeah, very well done. And the, I like the disclaimer at the bottom. We are not dentists. We are not nine people. We don't actually endorse anything, nor do we really agree on much except for the idea of making a stat into a name and being a little tricky with its pretty with it is pretty hilarious. So that's true. There I you like go. That. So yeah. uh, I think your your blog and uh, my blog is now approved it's by nine, out of, nine out of ten dentists. I love that. Okay, go. good to know. <laughs> what do you have for us this week, Adam? Uh, something a little more practical. Uh, you know, as I'm, as I'm, <laughs> what do you as mean? I'm, Mine wasn't yeah, practical. I mean, was, yeah, as, I, as I'm gearing up for uh, a somewhat major concert this weekend, <clears throat> Taylor Swift. Um, I uh, I found this 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 site that's really interesting. It's called A View from My Seat. And it's uh, a view from myseat.com. And you can like select different venues in different cities and different sections and discover like this is roughly what it's going to look like. So if you're about huh. to buy concert tickets, for example, and you go, oh, it's at, at the Mercedes Benz Stadium, it's section 214 and blah, blah, blah. And you can like see like where, how far up is that? How good is that view? What angle is it to the field? If you're, you know, if you're going to, if you're going there for a ball game or something. So it's a pretty interesting uh, website. It's very rudimentary looking, very kind of goofy looking, very kind of almost, <laughs> almost early 2000s looking, but it works and it it's pretty, pretty handy. So um, that's my, uh, my tech rec for this. Ah, Give it a shot. Give it a shot. That, that's so. interesting. This is like what, um, was it seat geek? They used to tell you uh, yeah. like the, yeah, the yeah. seats yeah, and where, like, like the pros giving, and cons of it right. and whatnot. Like I used to use it for airplane seats mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, to be able to know like, oh, this is too close to the lavatory or, oh, right. this seat doesn't recline, you know, those kinds of things. Like this feels like something that should be with a, a service like that. Like you combine yeah, all those. Absolutely. Into a, Maybe they get purchased. A Voltron right, so type Jake, of service. <clears throat> how can our listeners <laughs> find and connect with you? They can find me on my website, sanjayparik.com, or they can follow me if they can find me on LinkedIn. What about you? Uh, same. Find me on my website. I'd messed it up too. Uh, adamjwalker.com. And actually, just don't follow me. Just don't go anywhere else. Just go to adamjwalker.com. Sign up for my email newsletter. I'd really appreciate that. And uh, give the give the podcast, if you're still listening, five stars because you made it to the end. So obviously, it's five-star worthy. Yeah. Go give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate that. We haven't had uh, many five-star ratings lately. And actually, even more on that. We would love you to actually type in a review and yeah. say something fun. Yeah. yeah. You can talk about how nine out of 10 dentists recommend our <laughs> podcast. And you are one of those nine. And you're one of those nine. Hopefully you're not the 10th dentist. I don't know. What is wrong with that 10th dentist? That 10th dentist needs to get a grip. I know.